0: Governor Holcomb vetoes House Bill 1041. This uh, bill, this legislation, says boys play boys sports in high school and girls play uh, girls sports. It says not only that, in my view, but it says that we as a society will not be engaging the idea that children can determine their gender. Children cannot do such a thing. Congressman Jim Banks joins us right now from the Indiana 3rd District. He chairs the Republican Study uh, Committee, serves on armed services, and has put out a statement on Governor Holcomb's veto saying, I'm disappointed with Governor Holcomb's veto of a common-sense bill that frankly doesn't go far enough to save women's sports. My hope is that the Indiana General Assembly will meet soon to override the veto and send a message to the rest of the nation that Indiana values women. Congressman Bank joins us uh, right now. Um, have you spoken to Governor Holcomb, and what compelled you to make a statement like this?
1: Well, Tony, first of all, I'm a, I'm a girl dad. I have, I have three daughters, 12, 10, and 8. And what we're seeing happen around the country—biological boys and men playing in women's sports—is a direct attack on on my girls and on and all, on all of our girls, our, our our young women who are competing in women's sports, who are finding themselves being relegated to spectators in their own sports, as biological men and boys will always have an, have a physical advantage in athletics over women and girls. That's a that that is a fact. So, when the state legislature passed uh, this bill. I, w- I was happy to see it. First of all, though, they, when they passed it, they carved out collegiate sports. So it didn't go far enough. If you're watching the, the NCAA swimming championships and seeing Leah Thomas, the, uh, the, the transgender woman who, who won uh, the swimming championship, you realize that, that this subject is very important when it comes to collegiate sports, but everyone should know that it be, I assume because they were they were seeking to placate the NCAA, uh, which is headquartered in Indianapolis, of course. So they carved out, um, they made this this uh, unfortunate carve out for collegiate sports. I'm I'm told by state legislators that they did that with the consent of the governor's office. So I don't know why they I don't know why they compromised. I don't, I don't know I've, I've I've heard that I I haven't heard that confirmed by anyone close to the governor. But if they did that, uh, then the governor was leading them to believe that he was going to support. This bill and signed into law. Then when he did it, we were all disappointed to see that happen. So I I haven't spoken with the governor uh, uh, directly. I'm sure he's aware of of my uh, my disappointment and the disappointment of a lot of others in our state uh, who hope that the state legislature will gather soon and override the veto
0: but the the hearing sometimes members of congress engaging things that are happening on on the state level i mean it's it doesn't happen every day but certainly the movement from from governor holcomb here has caused a lot of people to speak out and it came as he was also signing into law constitutional carry and i took from this that he was it seemed like he was trying to split the baby. Oh, maybe people won't be as upset uh, with me if, if these things both happen at the same time. I gave you some of what you want. Uh, you, should, you should be happy. I don't think people are happy. But let's get back to this legislation saying it doesn't go far enough. How do you respond to people in your own district who tell you that, well, if, if you're saying that these boys can't say they're girls and compete in sports, you clearly are attacking those who make the claim of being transgender?
1: Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's really just the opposite. I mean, if you think it's okay for a, for a biological man or boy to compete against your your daughters, your your granddaughters, or uh, uh, girls in your local community, then then uh, that that is a direct attack on our on our young women, and it's a it's an attack on the role, the unique role that women and girls play in our society. Tony, we're coming up uh, here in June is the fiftieth anniversary. Of Congress passing Title uh, IX that allowed for women's sports uh, uh, to be protected uh, in our country to begin with, and here on the and and back back then it was the ACLU and some of those groups who championed Title IX so that we protected women's sports, so that women had an opportunity to compete, and and now it's ACLU and the radical transgender lobby who are trying to strip away at that right that we provided unique right that we provided in our country. Uh, to elevate women and girls in sports, and, and th- this movement is, is clearly one—it's a national movement. I, I've got legislation in the Congress uh, to protect girls' sports, um, and uh, that, that would uh, that would that would stop uh, biological men and boys from competing against uh, girls. We've had 11 other states pass the same law that the Indiana legislature passed. And by, by the way, when Governor Holcomb said that the reason he vetoed it because he was afraid that the courts would strike it down. That excuse doesn't hold water when 11 other states have passed it and none of them have been struck down. And we have an attorney general in Indiana, in Todd Rakita, who said he supports it, he's prepared to defend it, and he sees no reason why we shouldn't sign this into law. The
0: ACLU in Indiana. of Indiana, sir, said that they were going to sue. Do you believe that Governor Holcomb vetoed out of fear?
1: If, if, if Governor Holcomb... Uh, uh, bowed, bowed down to bullies uh, like the ACLU and the Radical Transgender Lobby, um, I, I find that to be very, very, uh, very disappointing. He, he says it's because he was he's fearful of lawsuits, but when you have a an attorney general that says he's going to defend the law, I, I would take him at his word.
0: Talking to Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana 3rd District, Fort Wayne area of Indiana There is a weird thing to me about Indiana Republicans. And you're a guy who has served in in, in the state legislature when you then went to serve, uh, I I believe it was in Afghanistan. Your your wife uh, served in in, in the state legislature. Uh, There is something strange about Indiana Republicans. I've been here eight years, sir. And I have yet to figure out the value of a Republican supermajority in a state like ours that then doesn't act upon the supermajority and saying, here is what we value. Here is what Hoosiers value. We're going to make this happen. That is different than whether you're not your pragmatic or whether you're games in the quote unquote common sense things. Um, but we don't see the strength of indiana republicans uh, like we see them in places like iowa for example like we see in north dakota with with governor Nome, like you're seeing uh in terms of a very vocal governor in florida in ron desantis is that's what's is that necessary to be that vocal or can you be strong and engage a valuable policy protective policy smart policy more liberty-laden policy without having to have all the flourish
1: well, you I, I mentioned Governor DeSantis. So yesterday, he 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 uh, signed a proclamation naming uh, the second-place swimmer in the NCAA championships as the as the winner, uh, Emma Wyatt. She came in second place to Leah Thomas. And and he had a you have a governor uh, and, and Governor DeSantis who has backbone who says this isn't this isn't right. It's not fair. It's not fair for a biological. Man to compete in, women, in a women's swimming championships and win first place, and for the second, third, and fourth place finishers to be relegated to, uh, to, to, the, to the, non, the non-champions. So he said that's not that's wrong. He signed a proclamation and named Emma Wyatt the second place finisher, the first, the first place. Obviously, it doesn't mean a lot, but it's very symbolic, and, and that's the type of that's the type of backbone that Governor DeSantis has. Well Governor DeSantis teaches us every day is that when you when you um, don't back down to the, the bullies on the left, the, the voters are, are going to reward you for it. He's one of the, one of the most popular uh, Republicans in the whole country uh, because of that type of that type of backbone. so that, that's the lesson that that uh, other Republicans in our state and around the country need to they need to behold that lesson. They need to watch uh, strong Republican leaders like DeSantis and learn from them because I, I guarantee you the voters will reward you for it, and that's why I'm glad that Speaker Todd Houston, a lot of the a lot of the state legislators up in my neck of the woods in Northeast Indiana are are speaking out and saying we're going to overturn this veto. It's the right thing to do, even though the governor vetoed it. We're going to go back to the state house and we're going to we're going to overturn the veto. So I'm encouraged by that. I, maybe there are the the, the supermajority these these Republican leaders at the state house. Maybe they are learning these lessons and and uh, they they appear to be uh, ready to do the right thing.
0: A decision like the one that Governor Holcomb made to veto uh, the protection of, of girls and children overall, as as I see it, uh, while signing constitutional carry into law. Uh, your your take, uh, does someone like that have a political future if they should decide to run for another office? Yeah,
1: you know, I, I, I don't know that I can speak to that, uh, Tony, because I, I, I but I don't I don't see the political constituency among Republican voters, especially in our state. Um, For those who 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 back down, who don't who don't fight back. And uh, our our Republican voters in Indiana, they're hungry for for leaders who are going to step up and 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 take the conservative position, do do the right thing and not back down from from the radical transgender lobby, the ACLU, corporate uh, interest who often push our elected officials to to uh, do the wrong thing, and, and uh, they're, they're hungry for leaders who are going to step up. And that's the type of leader that I'm trying to be in the Congress and, and for uh, Indiana and the House of Representatives. And I think there are others who are emerging on the scene who are trying to be that type of leader, too.